1 Kings chapter 5. Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants to Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the place of his father, and Hiram had always loved David. Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, You know that David my father could not build a house for the name of Yahweh his Elohim because of the wars which were around him on every side, until Yahweh put his enemies under the soles of his feet. But now Yahweh my Elohim has given me rest on every side. There is no enemy and no evil occurrence. Behold, I intend to build a house for the name of Yahweh my Elohim, as Yahweh spoke to David my father, saying, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build the house for my name. Now therefore command that cedar trees be cut for me out of Lebanon. My servants will be with your servants, and I will give you wages for your servants according to all that you say. For you know that there is nobody among us who knows how to cut timber like the Sidonians. When Hiram heard the words of Solomon, he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed is Yahweh today, who has given David a wise son to rule over this great people. Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have heard the message which you have sent to me. I will do all your desire concerning the timber of cedar and concerning cypress timber. My servants will bring them down from Lebanon to the sea. I will make them into rafts to go by sea to the place that you specify to me and will cause them to be broken up there and you will receive them. You will accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar timber and cypress timber according to all his desire. Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 cores of wheat for food for his household and 20 cores of pure oil. Solomon gave this to Hiram year by year. Yahweh gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. There was peace between Hiram and Solomon and the two of them made a treaty together. King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel and the levy was 30,000 men. He sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. For a month they were in Lebanon and two months at home. And Adoniram was over the men subject to forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 who bore burdens and 80,000 who were stonecutters in the mountains. Besides Solomon's chief officers who were over the work, 3,300 who ruled over the people who labored in the work. The king commanded, and they cut out large stones, costly stones, to lay the foundation of the house with worked stone. Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders and the Gabalites cut them and prepared the timber and the stones to build the house. 1 Kings 6 in the 480th year after the children of Israel had come out of the land of Egypt, in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel, in the month of Ziv, which is the second month, he began to build Yahweh's house. The house which King Solomon built for Yahweh had a length of 60 cubits, and its width 20, and its height 30 cubits. The porch in front of the temple of the house had a length of 20 cubits, which was along the width of the house. 
Ten cubits was its width in front of the house. He made windows of fixed latticework for the house. Against the wall of the house, he built floors all around, against the walls of the house all around, both of the temple and of the inner sanctuary, and he made side rooms all around. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, and the middle was six cubits wide, and the third was seven cubits wide. For on the outside, he made offsets in the wall of the house all around, that the beams should not be inserted into the walls of the house. The house, when it was under construction, was built of stone prepared at the quarry, and no hammer or axe or any tool of iron was heard in the house while it was under construction. The door for the middle side rooms was in the right side of the house. They went up by winding stairs into the middle floor and out of the middle into the third. So he built the house and finished it, and he covered the house with beams and planks of cedar. He built the floors all along the house, each five cubits high, and they rested on the house with timbers of cedar. Yahweh's word came to Solomon, saying, Concerning this house which you are building, if you will walk in my statutes and execute my ordinances, and keep all my commandments to walk in them, then I will establish my word with you, which I spoke to David your father. I will dwell among the children of Israel and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. He built the walls of the house within the boards of cedar from the floor of the house to the walls of the ceiling. He covered them on the inside with wood. He covered the floor of the house with cypress boards. He built 20 cubits of the back part of the house with boards of cedar from the floor to the ceiling. He built this within for an inner sanctuary, even for the most holy place. In front of the temple sanctuary was 40 cubits long. There was cedar on the house within, carved with buds and open flowers, all with cedar, no stone was visible. He prepared an inner sanctuary in the middle of the house within to set the ark of Yahweh's covenant there. Within the inner sanctuary was 20 cubits in length and 20 cubits in width and 20 cubits in its height. He overlaid it with pure gold. He covered the altar with cedar. So Solomon overlaid the house within with pure gold. He drew chains of gold across before the inner sanctuary, and he overlaid it with gold. He overlaid the whole house with gold until all the house was finished. He also overlaid the whole altar that belonged to the inner sanctuary with gold. In the inner sanctuary, he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high, Five cubits was the length of one wing of the cherub, and five cubits was the length of the other wing of the cherub. From the tip of one wing to the tip of the other was ten cubits. The other cherub was ten cubits. Both the cherubim were of one measure and one form. One cherub was ten cubits high, and so was the other cherub. He set the cherubim within the inner house. The wings of the cherubim were stretched out so that the wing of the one touched the one wall and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall and their wings touched one another in the middle of the house. He overlaid the cherubim with gold.
He carved all the walls of the house around with carved figures of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers inside and outside. He overlaid the floor of the house with gold inside and outside. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and doorposts were a fifth part of the wall. So he made two doors of olive wood, and he carved on them carvings of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold. He spread the gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. He also made the entrance of the temple door post of olive wood out of a fourth part of the wall and two doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of the one door were folding and the two leaves of the other door were folding. He carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers and he overlaid them with gold fitted on the engraved work. He built the inner court with three courses of cut stone and a course of cedar beams. The foundation of Yahweh's house was laid in the fourth year, in the month of Ziv, in the eleventh year, in the month of Bul, which is the eighth month the house was finished, throughout all its parts and according to all its specifications. So he spent seven years building it. Second Chronicles 2 now Solomon decided to build a house for Yahweh's name and a house for his kingdom. Solomon counted out 70,000 men to bear burdens, 80,000 men who were stone cutters in the mountains, and 3,600 to oversee them. Solomon sent to Huram, the king of Tyre, saying, As you dealt with David my father and sent him cedars to build him a house in which to dwell, so deal with me. Behold, I'm about to build a house for the name of Yahweh my Elohim to dedicate it to him, to burn before him incense of sweet spices, for the continual showbread and for the burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbath, on the new moons, and on the set feast of Yahweh our Elohim. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. The house which I am building will be great, for our Elohim is greater than all gods. But who is able to build him a house since heaven and the heaven of heavens can't contain him? Who am I then that I should build him a house except just to burn incense before him? Now therefore send me a man skillful to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in iron, and in purple, crimson and blue and who knows how to engrave engravings to be with the skillful men who are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem whom David my father provided send me also cedar trees cypress trees and algum trees out of Lebanon for I know that your servants know how to cut timber in Lebanon Behold, my servants will be with your servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance, for the house which I am about to build will be great and wonderful. Behold, I will give to your servants, the cutters who cut timber, 20,000 cores of beaten wheat, 20,000 baths of barley, 20,000 baths of wine, and 20,000 baths of oil. Then Huram, the king of Tyre, answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, because Yahweh loves his people, he has made you king over them. 
Hiram continued, Blessed be Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel, who made heaven and earth, who has given to David the king a wise son, endowed with discretion and understanding, who would build a house for Yahweh and a house for his kingdom. Now I have sent a skillful man, endowed with understanding, Hiram Abi, the son of a woman of the daughters of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre. He is skillful to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in iron, in stone, in timber, in purple, in blue, in fine linen, and in crimson, also to engrave any kind of engraving and to devise any device, that there may be a place appointed to him with your skillful men and with the skillful men of my Lord David, your father. Now therefore the wheat, the barley, the oil, and the wine which my Lord has spoken of, let him send to his servants. And we will cut wood out of Lebanon as much as you need. We will bring it to you in rafts by sea to Joppa, then you shall carry it up to Jerusalem. Solomon counted all the foreigners who were in the land of Israel after the census with which David his father had counted them, and they found 153,600. He set 70,000 of them to bear burdens, 80,000 who were stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 overseers to assign the people to their work. Second Chronicles chapter 3 Then Solomon began to build Yahweh's house at Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where Yahweh appeared to David his father, which he prepared in the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. He began to build in the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. Now these are the foundations which Solomon laid for the building of God's house. The length by cubits after the first measure was 60 cubits and the width 20 cubits. The porch that was in the front, its length across the width of the house was 20 cubits and the height 120. And he overlaid it within with pure gold. He made the larger room with a ceiling of cypress wood, which he overlaid with fine gold and ornamented it with palm trees and chains. He decorated the house with precious stones for beauty. The gold was gold from Pervium. He also overlaid the house, the beams, the thresholds, its walls, and its doors with gold and engraved cherubim on the walls. He made the most holy place. Its length, according to the width of the house, was 20 cubits, and its width 20 cubits, and he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to 600 talents. The weight of the nails was 50 shekels of gold. He overlaid the upper rooms with gold. In the most holy place, he made two cherubim by carving, and they overlaid them with gold. The wings of the cherubim were 20 cubits long. The wing of the one was five cubits reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits reaching to the wing of the other cherubim. The wing of the other cherub was five cubits reaching to the wall of the house, and the other wing was five cubits joining to the wing of the other cherub. The wings of these cherubim swed themselves out 20 cubits. They stood on their feet and their faces were toward the house. He made the veil of blue, 
purple, crimson, and fine linen and ornamented it with cherubim. Also he made before the house two pillars, thirty-five cubits high, and the capital that was on top of each of them was five cubits. He made chains in the inner sanctuary and put them on the tops of the pillars, and he made one hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and called the name of that on the right hand, Jachin, and the name of that on the left, Boaz.